0: This is Biz, and if hosting One Bad Mother for over 10 years has taught me anything, it's that parenting is hard and nobody gives a shit. So belly up to the low bar, where fine is good enough and you'll never feel alone. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, ha ha, the dad jokes on you. I talked to comedian... Adam Caton Holland about dad comedy and his new special wallpaper. Welcome, Adam.
1: Thank you. Such a <laughs> sing song
0: <laughs> entrance. You're welcome. Uh, anybody who is not familiar, but you probably already are, Adam Caton Holland is a national touring comic who's appeared on Conan, What the Fuck with Mark, I'm sorry, WTF. Hey, I like, like it. I like it. What the fuck with Mark Marin? Comedy Central presents The Late Show with James Corden at midnight. He has been named one of Esquire magazine's 25 comics to watch and one of 10 comics to watch by Variety. He is also the co host of the podcast Grawlick Save the World. And we're going to have to talk about Grolix because I don't know what's going on there. But before we do, I want to ask you what we ask our guests, which is who lives in your house, yurt, commune, wherever you are. Who's in, who's in there with you?
1: Well, thank you for reading all of those accolades. You're I appreciate welcome. it. What a, thorough, what a thorough job you have done.
0: I appreciate uh, that.
1: <laughs> my domicile is habit- habitated by me, my wife, Katie, my five year old boy, Malcolm, and my two year old boy, Ellis.
0: You have an Ellis? Yeah. I have an Ellis.
1: No way. I
0: do because my, so my youngest is Ellis. My name is uh, Elizabeth Ellis. I'm, I am the last of the Ellis's. So when I married, I made it my middle name. And I knew that if we had had a second kid that didn't matter what they were, they were going to be Ellis, yeah. sort of an homage to my father and our name. Sure. It's a wicked good name.
1: Is your Ellis a boy or a girl?
0: Uh, a boy. Don't, okay. Though for a little while, they enjoyed identifying as a girl. But, you know, sure. that's, it who doesn't? Yeah. Who doesn't? Agreed. So, but they are a solid Ellis.
1: That rules. Yeah. It I, does. My wife named the first one Malcolm, and I, had, I was like, great. I love that yeah. name. And so I kind of <laughs> had... Free range on the second one. I took the <laughs> took the lead, and I've always liked the name Ellis, mainly yeah. because of athletes that I've admired <laughs> growing up. Yeah. But, yeah, so a number of Ellis's that I liked in athletics, and, and my guy came out, and he's Ellis.
0: Is he even remotely athletic? Can you tell by two years old? Is he bringing his egg he, in? He
1: really <laughs> is. And I know because... The oldest boy, Malcolm, you know, you want your son to do the things you did. And then yeah. you learned you can't force anything on kids. So stop. But I really wanted Malcolm <laughs> to play soccer too early. And I just pushed it too hard. And I was like, just just meet the kid where they're at. Ellis came out and he's like, give me a ball. I want to go. I'm a goon. Let's get it done. And I'm like, OK. All right, yeah. Ellis. Good stuff. All right. Good yeah, stuff. I know.
0: That's good. Yeah, I didn't make athletic kids or or really Triers, which is great <laughs> because my Saturdays are wide open. Hey, that's nice. Yeah, I, I'm not encouraging them. That's pretty awesome. So you got two. You have the classic two under five, yeah. uh, though technically five is part of it, which usually brings great pity and empathy from people when you announce that. Yeah. How, are, how are you doing? How I'm are not doing? well. I'm not yeah. well.
1: I'm unwell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm a husk. I am <laughs> a shell. Yep. I live to service two very irrational people. Mm-hmm. And uh, because of that, there's no time for me. And I mm-hmm. don't even know how I'm on this podcast, but I'm delighted to be here. Because it's just time to talk to a grown-up.
0: Yeah. Well, oh, let's do grown-up talk. That was yeah. the whole point of this podcast. Yeah, 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 grown-up yeah. talk and bashing so parenthood. So atrocities.
1: Let's yeah. get into it. No.
0: Where are you on the Trump-Biden age... <laughs> And the cognitive issues stance. Anyway. Oh, Christ. So, two, five, are you, it sounds like you're probably one of the primary caregivers here.
1: Yeah, so I'm a a comic, you know, and my wife is a full-time mom. We've got a good situation. But I, um, you know, when I'm not on the road, I am very much here. Yeah. And hands-on dad. And, you know, we've kind of carved the mornings out for me to work. And then, you know, this afternoon I'll be taking them to swim class and then we go to a little play place after that and then I'll be making dinner and, you know, I got, I'm, I'm in, I'm there, I'm, I'm involved.
0: That, congratulations.
1: I pack, I pack lunches, I know prescriptions, I I got it.
0: I do feel like there should be, like, a checklist with, like, there's the, like, I, I'm going to say it again, A-game checklist where you are talking, like, the prescriptions, the, you know, all the social security numbers that you're able to fill out the medical forms. I I think I, yeah.
1: I, I mean, I, I'm not, you know, trying to tell my own horn here, but I think, yeah, I think I'm A-game. I know yeah. the teachers well. I drop Good. off. I know other moms and dads in the class. Yeah. I'm there. I'm involved.
0: That's amazing. That, yeah. What, who do you hate? What kid in his class? What getting this d ate? You know, because there's always one. That's I'll t- just, I'm
1: not. I am not going to name. do name because names. I am not a mudslinger. I, I give. No. You, I give you the first and last name. Um, <laughs> this one kid gave him pink eye. Oh. And, one, and last year that was the kid who had worms. And it's like, oh come on,
0: <laughs> what's going on here? Well,
1: let's spend some time washing the hands at home. Let's just work on this. Let's do the ABC song and let's get some soap involved in this situation because <laughs> it's getting a little out of control. <laughs>
0: Oh, Worms, that reminds me of a childhood story that I'm not going to share. But I will say the hand washing. I got a kid, Myelis, while not athletic, is a real booger picker. (laughs) Real. And I'm like, you're going to be the booger picker if you're not careful. I've, you know, since he was five, I've been saying that to him. Look, you got to know, I understand the urge. I understand the need. But you don't want to be the kid going into seventh grade known as the booger picker. Absolutely. Booger eater. Yeah. And uh, as a result, he's constantly like touching everything and he's like, I have this mouth sore. And I'm like, of course you do. You keep sticking your finger in your mouth and up your nose. What do you what do you think is gonna happen?
1: Yeah, I mean, the kids' hands are just filthy. Even the, even the best yeah. hand washers are filthy. I'm pretty neurotic. I wash my boys' hands a lot. This is <laughs> this is the hubris of non-parents. We have we have a white couch that we bought ah. before before children, <laughs> and we're just watching it go to shit. And we're like, the, <laughs> what we? What were we ever, ever. thinking?
0: Yeah, yeah. and yeah. They, well, we didn't even let
1: them on this. It's the upstairs formal living room area. We yeah, we barely let them on it, but they still they get it. They get so it's just getting grosser and grosser and grosser and grosser.
0: Yeah, it's in your house. It's in the they, house exactly. exactly. Somebody's gonna puke on it if they haven't already. You get yeah. it. That's that's just how that works. All right, this new special wallpaper. You were sort of tackling this idea of dad humor, dad... I mean, I I totally understand. I can remember after having my first child, we were in New York, you know, I'd stopped doing sketch and and, like comedy and all the stuff. And we go to see the Colbert show before we're going to move out to L.A. And the warm-up guy is going through and he comes to me and he asks, what do you do for a living? And I, like, had this total... This poor man. All I needed to say was like, "Assistant" yeah. or whatever. I could have made up anything.
1: He's like, "Lady, give me something. I'm doing warm up. Come right? on."
0: And I'm like, "Am I a mother? Who am I? Does that basically negate all that I am as a person for the last thirty-four <laughs> years?" And and I just like fell apart immediately. And and yet I have now spent twelve years. Talking about parenting, and I sure. fucking hate parenting. So, <laughs> where were you pre-kids, and as a comedian, leading into this?
1: You know, I I uh, I'm the same way. Like you're, you, you yeah. identify as a comic. You don't want to be this hacky. Kids say the darndest things. Yeah. It's just like poison to what we've thought of as cool in comedy. <laughs> Truthfully, right? Truthfully, and then and then you become that.
2: Mm -hmm. And
1: what else is poison in comedy is not writing what you know. You know what I mean? So this is what I'm going through. And I'd be a pretty shitty dad if I didn't have a lot of thoughts about (laughs) it, if it wasn't dominating my being currently. (laughs) So I kind of said, you get one. You're allowed one dad album. And, you know, I really truthfully wanted it to be like people relate to it who are not yeah. parents. And I remember running it a month before I recorded it. And it was the first time I'd ever seen the value of TikTok because there were like 20 yeah. year olds there that found me on TikTok. Right. And I was like, oh, cool. Gen Z. And they they loved it. So I was like, so if these kids can like it, I'm I'm still the same person. I'm just yes. looking I'm just looking at stand up with the same smart ass viewpoint I've had the whole time. And, and, you know, it's just life goes on.
0: Well, I think. There is actually quite a bit of things that are funny. I, I, I think one of the things that I sort of went through was it's really actually not about the kids. The humor I find when I when I am listening to comedians talking about parenting or anyone, it's when you can tap into what you personally are going through.
1: Absolutely. Right? And like, like it, Yeah. If you talk honestly about what you're going through, it doesn't matter in what field and what, yeah. even if it's stand up or books or movies or music, yep. a person honestly sharing what they're going through is all we want. That's like, just do <laughs> yeah. it well without, <laughs> without lying to us. And that's what we want. And so like,
0: that's Actually, it. Actually, 90% of conversations should be that way. Like we talk about that all the time. It's like, especially as parents, when you're like, all I want to do is, is vent and rant about mm-hmm. this thing. I don't need advice. I guarantee you, I already thought about the 233 ways to get my <laughs> kid to do X, Y, or Z. Like I did it, done it. Call the experts. Just tell me I'm doing a good job. That's all. That's all. Or that you see me. Right? Exactly,
1: exactly. <laughs> we just It's not even just stand-ups. It's yeah. more us than anyone, but yes. we just want to be seen. We just want to be heard as people. And I remember yeah. I used to get into trouble with my wife before we had kids because she'd like... Vent, you know, and she'd tell yeah. me something, and I would be like, Well, how can I help fix it? And she's like, I just want you to yeah. hear it. I'm, yeah. not look, I'm not looking for help, <laughs> I'm just sharing yeah. with you. And you're like, Got it, got it. Got oh,
0: it. I know, but I, here's the terrible truth that works really well with your kids. Like, I've got mine are now 14 and 10. And early on with the 14 year old, she would come to me with like friend problems. And it took me way too long to realize that I, I needed to introduce them to the rant, I see you. I needed to be the one who just said, I see you. I don't need to fix yeah. the friendship. I don't need to bring my fucking baggage in from when I was that age. I don't need to, it's terrible to watch. It's terrible to hear. Cause sometimes you're like, oh, are they the ones that were the jerk? because you sound kind of like an asshole right now. And we we really try not to be that way, right? But, uh-huh.
1: It's such an important human lesson. Most of the time, <laughs> most of the time, people just want you to hear what they're saying. They're not right. looking for anything from you other than like, be a receptive ear for me, please.
0: Well, what did you find, so five and two, what did you find to be some of the, unfolding for yourself of like what you thought being a dad, being a parent would be like going into it. I mean, we already talked a little bit about the soccer cause that's a, that's a classic, right? I'm gonna, for me, it was my kids are gonna love singing and I'm gonna play the guitar. And we're gonna say family band and man, they <laughs> hated it, hated it. Yeah. So what's the journey been like so far? What's been really hard you or know, really easy?
1: I <laughs> mean, you know? everything's been very hard. <laughs> But I think that I'm starting to get it. And and the soccer lesson is the main lesson, but it is just like, and I think this is true forever. And you can tell me more because you have older children, but like meet them where they're at. Mm. And that goes for everything. And I think it's like, you expect that like, exactly. I want them to be these sound of music children, or I want (laughs) them to have outdoor skills and and go camp. And like, but just go with what they're into and ask them about it and let them lead. It's like we were saying before, everybody just wants to be heard. So like even these little embryonic half formed Mm -hmm. brains, probably especially them want to be heard and encouraged and validated. And I'm starting to think that really goes all the way through life to like gender and sexuality. And like, so my kids in preschool,
2: uh-huh. And there's
1: a child in his school. I'm not going to name any the kids' names. Yeah. But very uh-huh. clearly, this kid yeah. seems to be very fluid Yeah. and loves wearing dresses. And it's got parents that encourage them. And they're a great child. And, you know, me growing up, that was yeah. not a thing that happened. And I watched many kids be closeted and suffer yeah. their entire life until high school or college <laughs> when they came out in the early, yeah. mid-90s. And now I'm seeing these kids do this. So, so, and my son is unfazed. All it means is that like everyone in the class likes pink more and the boys are sometimes wearing dresses more for a week. And who gives a shit? Yeah,
0: that's it. Who (laughs) gives a shit really is the core of all of it. Exactly. I, I, I really think, especially one of the things we wrestled with a lot on the show and as a parent for myself was this idea of feeling judged by every, everybody, everybody's watching you, everybody's judging. And then when you start to take that apart, you realize actually no one really gives a shit what I'm feeding my kid, right? Unless it's like right. poison, right? right like if it's right, poison, right. somebody raised their hand. But if, if I put down in front of my child, a Pop-Tart, some strawberries, and like, I don't know, I, that is literally his lunch today, everybody. Right, my 10 right, year old's right. got a Pop-Tart, there's like a whole wheat, not whole wheat, like a weird Swedish <laughs> cracker thing that he likes to eat that I think is disgusting. A banana, because he can't open the banana on his own. So it's pre-cracked because I taught no real life skills to my children. Uh, <laughs> and seaweed. This is all garbage food. But you know what? I don't give a shit. No one cares. And he's the coolest kid at his table right now. You give me?
1: Seaweed? That's, that's good stuff.
0: There's zero nutrition in seaweed. I've really? tried to convince myself it's paper.
1: Oh, wow. like,
0: it's nothing. It's, There's not
1: some sort of sea, no, no. like fish oil pill no. <laughs> goodness going on and nothing. OK,
0: not. Nope. Not even a little, which is depressing, but it's green. We're so. the same
1: way. We <laughs> Somewhere along the way, you know, parenting now is like I read a meme once. I think this counts <laughs> where it said put one thing on the plate yeah. that they like. Yeah. and And then put other stuff. So we just cook our meal. They get, a, they get a chunk of it and then there's some blueberries or yep. here's some goldfish yeah. crackers or something you know that they like. And I'll watch days go by where yeah. neither one of the boys has eaten anything green. Yeah. And, I, and then suddenly I'll be yeah. like, well, our, my kids have jaundice. They're yeah. these are the scurvy boys. <laughs> They're going to have old sailing diseases. Yeah. But then I'll watch and like, <laughs> you just see, he's like, I'm just going to pound broccoli tonight. Yeah. And you're yeah, yeah. you can see his little body be like, thank you. Like yeah. we've been holding on. On, we've been coasting on fumes nutritionally for so long, and then he just doses you with it.
0: Well, once you like give up on anybody caring, it really is just like, oh, do you want a snack from three to five on like tomatoes and <laughs> fruit, and yeah. then at dinner time, I don't give a shit what you eat because you got you know. And what is dinner time? What is dinner, Adam? What is like bedtime? And see, <laughs> these are
1: the big questions <laughs> yeah, that a lot of people are afraid to ask. And that, frankly, big dinner's been forcing down our throats for years. We ask questions on this podcast.
0: that's right. That's right. How I, we do not need family time. I've got family time coming out of my Wahoo every time I'm in the car. Dinner time is card games. That's all we do. (laughs) Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, no, I hear you about the meeting them where they are. And again, even at 10 and 14, I still mess that up because uh, I am a person in the world with thoughts and feelings. And, you know, there you go. So I step in it a lot. But I'm wondering, you've talked about your kids and needing your kids where they are. But I'm wondering about you specifically as a person. What did you think? it was going to be like, I mean, really, in all honesty, what did you think parenting was going to be like? I I know you were like, I'm never going to do the dad joke stuff. I'm never going to do that. But like, I thought I would be okay. but I've never connected with being like mom. Right. Right. Like those kind of things. Yet. Yet there are plenty of times I do. Right. So what's the uh, experience been like or some of the. Well,
1: so like I thought that. I always wanted to be a dad and I'm a relatively older dad. I I was, my kid was born when I was 38. Yeah. So I'm 43 now. I'm a five-year-old, but I always wanted to have children. It just, this is when it happened. I never shied away from it and wasn't like reluctantly going into it, but I did think it would be easier and I thought (laughs) I would be more effortless and I thought I would get less frustrated Mm. than I get. And so I'll find myself saying things that are like, I can't believe that I, have this stern sounding or this dickish sounding yeah. and you have to like float above yourself and go, can you just, did you just hear what you said that like, you know, like Toy, toys are not a weapon, toys are not a weapon. Like this is yeah. not, anything. take it yeah. out of your head. You can poke your eye out with that thing. Just right? like oh, yeah. old school, like a great depression dad <laughs> said the same shit and I'm saying it. And I also didn't realize that like, especially at this age, They're so needy and they're so constant and they're so, why, why, why? Or then they're bitching at each other or then they're fighting and it's so noisy. You have zero left in the tank. Yeah. So things that otherwise would never bother you piss you off. Like, I mean, I remember the other day, I was like, it was three o'clock in the (laughs) afternoon by the time I realized that a tag in my boxer briefs had really been bothering me like all day. And I just, like, started to clock that this thing's, like, itching my waistline all day. And I I was so on empty that I just, like, fucking, I just, like, just, like, went to the bathroom, like, ripped them off and (laughs) threw them away. And I was just like, I'm never wearing these fucking things again. It was such an overreaction to a tag chafing me a little bit. But I had nothing left. And I was like, if if I had a knife, I would have shredded them right there. Just, just an empty gesture of frustration <laughs> from a dad on empty.
0: Well, I really like the idea though, that that thing had been poking you probably like much longer. It's like somebody was just digging a knife into you, but you're right. so like haggard and broken that you're not even aware of it until, you know, that you're slipping on your own blood, right? Like it's just, but you're right. That noise, that's the thing I don't think the noise is. We talk about. Like, it it becomes a physical – it has a physical impact on you. Not just mental, but, like, by the end of the day, a cat would get in my lap and I would be like, I need you to not need me right now, cat. I don't, <laughs> don't shut up, Onion. Right? Like, <laughs> just
1: – Well, and a and dinner, dinner is like, ugh. you know, we've made the meal. We're there. We're all at the table. We're trying to talk. And, like, they – they're they're tired and slap happy. So they're not even like fighting. They're just goofy and making spit noises and fart noises and being disgusting and like roughhousing. And my wife and I are like, you cannot play at the dinner table. Like, if you're not going to eat, get out of this room. And then we just (laughs) stare at each other. And we're like, this is why we had a second for them to have friends and be goofy. And they're loving each other, roughhousing and being little goofs. But we have no patience for it at that time. We're just like, just get into the fucking bath So we can put you to sleep and we can have (laughs) two hours before we do this all over again.
0: It's the, that's the one that took us a while to get, when the kids get along, I literally have looked across at Stefan and said, I don't care if they are digging graves for each other right now, they are playing and enjoying each other and they need nothing from us. I, I just don't, somebody will call me when a bone is broken. That's exactly
1: and, right, and we're in that sweet, sweet window yeah. that's just starting
0: to happen. It's just yeah, you're just it's just there, and you know, look, there's no, no parent can tell another parent this is what's coming around the corner. It's because it's different, literally for every single person, and but like those moments, giving it to yourself, giving yourself that break and that permission to be like, I mean. My kids make fart noises at the table all the time. I make fart noises at the table. I know. Do you know I why? Know. Because we get through dinner that way and it's enjoyable. Right. right. It's enjoy I like a fart joke. We do mad libs now. That, like they're at that sweet age where we can sit at the table and be like, what's a noun? And everyone fights to say boobs first, right? Yeah, sure. Or like sure, sure, Stephen's sure. pulling out anus, right? And we're like, oh, why would you say that? Yeah, all you gotta do is kinda get through. But you can't get through. It just sucks. I'm sorry, it, Adam. It sucks where you are right now. It just fucking sucks. It's so much. I hear right teenagers
1: now. are like the worst. So oh um, God,
0: why? I think they're great. I hate really? little kids. I love like <laughs> my too. I, do. I don't care for small children. Uh, after you don't sit-
1: want to babysit my family no. for one week while my wife and I go somewhere.
0: <laughs> Not even look. Come on, no one. No one That's will why babysit I came on the pod. Child. They said
1: that was part of the
0: deal. <laughs> You get a T-shirt <laughs> and a whole week off. A whole week off. whole week off. Uh, whole week off. No, but the, the teens, I was looking forward to teens. I was looking forward to a lot more door slamming and like <laughs> swearing and like, you know, like, go to hell, right? But the oldest one is like super rational and uh, super cool. And again, we've just embarrassed them and set the bar really low from the beginning of their life. So they can't really. When they start to break down, they're either met with me being a very good parent and saying, "I hear you," right, or a bad parent, right, or a bad parent and being like, "Oh, I'm so sorry that you have no clothes to wear," right, (laughs) like you know, like so. Yeah, you know, uh, it's
1: funny. Like I already do that as well. Like my son will complain. uh, (laughs) and uh, I call it grousing, like yeah. no grousing. And I go, you know what happens to people that, get, that grouse in this house? They get got. And then yeah. I just like tickle them. Yeah, yeah. So it's like anytime he's being upset, I was like, oh, are you grousing? Because I yeah. do hear grousing. And you recall what happens to grouses in this house? They get got. And then I just go, <laughs> then I go get them.
0: And then traumatized <laughs> for life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We used to do this thing we'd be like, Uh, changing Katie Bell's diapers and when she was really little, I don't know what it was, but we would do like the countdown, you know, like five, four, three. And I had this moment where I thought, what is that going to play out as when they get older, (laughs) right? Like when there's a countdown and it's related to either good or bad. Like last night I was on a Zoom call with a school thing and my kid comes in, Ellis comes in, he's all mad because he wants to show me Legos and I'm like, "Ah, I told 10 minutes, 10 minutes. And then I literally give him the, five, four, three, and he leaves. And I go, I have no idea what happens at one. I don't, I don't know. I don't know.
1: It's like, what are the long-term psychological yeah. repercussions of yeah. that? Like, what is that dude? They're just always like, the other shoe's gonna drop. The other shoe's gonna drop. And it never drops.
0: Yep, can't work at NASA.
1: I've started doing a weird one with Ellis talking about long-term psychological yeah. repercussions. I'll go, Ellis, Ellis. And then he's like, knows is playful and he goes, and I go, I love you. Yeah, but it's like, what is the weird, angry lead-in that I'm feeding my? What yeah. is that about? It's just a game we play, but he enjoys
0: yeah. it. Well, we realized a while ago that like one of those things you forget as a kid until you're older and you do it to somebody else, and you're like, that's a weird thing that we used to do. Right. And that is, my mother would wake us up. She would come in and she'd start with the little two fingers as legs, right? And she'd start going up. And she'd go. Two legs crawling, two legs crawling, two legs crawling, and then tickle. But in reality, the first time I ever did that to somebody else, like, you know, some guy I was dating or whatever, he was like, to what? And I'm like, oh, that, that is sinister and horrible, isn't it? Yeah. Just what do you mean there's two fucking legs crawling on you?
1: Well, it's the Vietnam War, and yeah. they've been shot, and <laughs> they're crawling, yeah.
0: They have their own souls. Anyway- Adam, thank you. I would love it if you would stick around and do some genius and fails with me.
1: I would love to do that.
0: Wonderful. We'll be right back. One That Mother is supported in part by Bombas. And Bombas is supported by me, Did you know that socks, tees, and underwear are the top requested clothing items in homeless shelters? You should by now, because I've talked about it a lot. Bombas is doing something about it by creating incredibly comfy essentials and donating one for each one purchased. So when I go and buy those super great, comfortable socks, and I have now gotten the no-line underwear that feels like I'm literally wearing nothing, and if you see me coming, you will think I'm wearing nothing. They are that good. <laughs> Those very same articles of clothing that I get, that quality is donated right away to people facing homelessness. Ready to get comfy and give back? Head over to Bombas.com badmother and use code badmother for 20% off your first purchase.
2: Have you ever wanted to know the sad lore behind Chuck E. Cheese's love of birthday parties? Or
1: my Saturday mornings were reserved for cartoons?
2: Or have you wanted to know how beloved virtual pet site Neopets fell into the hands of Scientologists? Or how a former Mattel
1: employee managed to grow Sega into a video game powerhouse?
2: Join us, hosts Austin
0: and Brenda, and learn all of these things and more at Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries,
2: now on Maximum Fun.
0: the Legos, very much to the point of it really emphasizing how he is wired differently.
2: <laughs> got wow. a near
1: concerning amount.
0: Yes, and for Christmas, like we went all out and got him like this insanely large Ninjago city set. It It is so epic, it came with like a million mini figs. It's beautiful, it's great, he's an avid builder. He starts to build it and immediately realizes that like a large percentage of building a whole city block is what they call greebling, just putting boring pieces together to make like floor or water, right? Very boring, not exciting. And so he lost interest. And then several months pass and we're like, what if we bring that back out? We bring it back out. And he's like, this is so boring. I hate it. I don't want to, I just want somebody else to do this part. And while my husband was very eager to do the boring building, I was like, no, 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 no. This is yours. You'll be so sad. Blah, blah, blah. Let's, let's do it. We crank up the Taylor Swift. He's a huge Swifty. Crank it up. Sat down at the table together. I'm his official peacefinder. finder. I can, I'm very good at it, everybody. I can just pull out the pieces. I have them prepped. He starts building. We knocked out Four bags, not just last night, but this morning. Woke up this morning, and instead of us watching TV before school while we have breakfast, because that's our house, we built Legos. And it was it was great. And he was like, I love putting on the, like, stuff that hides all the boring stuff. I'm like, yeah, but now you know how important the boring stuff is. And so, anyway, it was very good. I sat down. I, the genius is that I didn't really want to. I really wanted to to watch more My Hero Academia with Ellis on the couch in the morning and have cereal and lay there. But I didn't. I sat down and I was present for my child. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius.
1: I love that. That was great. And you talked about tedium and how it can yeah. be actually kind of exciting with some yeah. T-Swift in the background. I love that.
0: T-Swift makes everything better. Everything yeah,
1: better. absolutely. I agree. Especially the Super Bowl.
0: Especially the, <laughs> especially the Super Bowl. That, oh, trust me. that That's easily our fail. Go ahead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, here's my genius. My Alice is mm-hmm. very much a contrarian. Some might say dickhead. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> and we often go to get uh, drive-through coffee in the afternoon. I just like, it's yeah. a pandemic holdover. It was something to do that yeah. was safe. And they know that there's a treat or a pastry at this coffee shop that we always go to. And now that there's two boys, I'm like, all right. I alternate turns, who wants what? And so it was Malcolm's turn. Malcolm wanted a chocolate chip cookie. I sh- they share the pastry ah. and I give little bites to the back seat and I take a bite and we all share as we drive around. And so it's Malcolm's turn. Malcolm said chocolate chip cookie. So I got the cookie. Ellis is pretty pissed off. It's not his turn. That's the two year old's yeah. pissed. It's not his turn, and so I am giving a bite back to Malcolm. I take a bite. Ellis, you want a cookie? No, no, nope. The whole time mm. he's he's refusing, and then he I watch this guy watch us. When the cookie finishes, he sees that and he goes chocolate chip cookie, chocolate oh, yeah. chip cookie to just be like buddy. Yeah. I offered it to you ten times so that, that's very much his personality right there sure. waiting to invent a problem that's not there so that he can be slighted somehow next time the scenario rolls around I knew this Malcolm did the same thing chocolate chip cookie he usually wants the pumpkin bread or whatever right same things playing out I squirrel away a yes. piece of cookie in the bottom of the bag I save it when it's done he thinks he says no cookie I go boom there you go and he just sat there holding it, <laughs> defeated the whole car ride home. And I was like, there you go, you little fuck.
0: Yeah, did you Yeah, did you punctuate it with, I win? <laughs> nope,
1: I really didn't. I wanted to. I
0: know. I it's just hard. let that
1: moment sit in silence
0: because
1: I, I called that shot.
0: Yeah, best lessons are the ones learned in silence. Very good.
2: Hi, this is a genius. Oh, okay. Every Easter, my mom and everyone else in the family... It's wanting to know what my three boys are going to be wearing. And they always want them to be dressed up and keep giving offers for cute outfits and little suits and bow ties. And every year it's very stressful. Just getting three little kids in two clothes. Also, like, fancy clothes. So this year... I decided to say hey kids what do you want to wear for Easter? and they said kid number two I want to be a bunny and I want the two year old to be a duck and then the six year old was like well if he gets to be a bunny I want to be a bunny too but I want a different bunny outfit and I was like you know what It's fucking awesome. Let's do it. So, we're showing up to Easter. Two bunnies. Different bunnies. And a duckling. And I'm so on board for this. Let's just stop doing little suits. And let's just dress in bunny outfits forever.
0: (laughs) And Adam, that is the sound of a woman with three children in her house. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it sounded like yeah. that was at the end of the day, oh wait, yeah. I gotta call in the maximum fun. I got yeah. one move left.
0: Yeah, I yeah. got what, and it's fucking, I, I also really like the idea that from now on, bunny and duck out, like outfits will be worn forever. Like up yeah. and through their teen years, it, it's just, part of it now, part of the ritual and the tradition of Easter, you're a genius. You've just taken the power away from extended family and everybody's going to be like, how cute yeah, are those? Totally. And, and you don't give a shit if you spill something on that stuff, right? Nah. Like dressing small children in adult clothing freaks me out. But I also don't think you should dress dogs. So I, I, that may be just something for me. Right. But you are doing a good. You're a genius. Failures.
2: Fail. 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 Fail.
0: You suck. All right. Uh, Tay Tay at the Super Bowl. So I think there was a moment early on in our lives where Stefan and I really thought it would be fun to watch like the Super Bowl with our kids. Again, we're not an athletic family. I don't have athletic kids. We do watch Alabama football. So the children do know how to watch that. But this year, we've never really watched the Super Bowl as a group without a lot of complaining. This year, Tay-Tay, gonna be there. And I have two Swifties in the house and a child who likes commercials. And so we all come in. We're all in our new little media viewing area of the house. We're watching the game in about, I don't know, 30 minutes in I am sick of everybody being with me while I'm trying to watch the football game I am so mad I am so irritable it's the it's it's Sunday I am tired I have been getting over something old age maybe I don't know what I've been trying to get over but I don't feel good and just so much noise take was that Taylor okay and then I mean it was. At one point they went inside and I turned to Stefan and I said, this is not enjoyable. I don't, <laughs> don't want to watch this with them. And we did, but it was horrible. It was, the fail was thinking that we, I was the type of parent who wanted to do things like watch the Super Bowl with my children. So there you go. I tried to do something nice. Yeah, that's it.
1: Fair enough. And that's yeah. the lesson in itself. Do not try to do anything nice. That was, yeah, oh, always that. the lesson. You knew that and, and you should yeah. never have tried. You should oh, never yeah. tried.
0: Absolutely. All right, lay it on me.
1: My fail, I was just trying to think historical fails. It wasn't a current sure. fail, but it was. we went to Yellowstone this summer. My family met with my parents there. We got a house outside of West Yellowstone. And my wife and I and the boys were foraying into Yellowstone. It was a big day of adventuring. And we just go in and like we get right. We're not even into the park. We're just in West Yellowstone, the town. And the two-year-old just explodes in the car. Yeah. Just And it's like, of course. And then we yeah. look, and the diaper bag oh. had one remaining diaper mm-hmm. and no wipes. And we're like, what the oh. fuck? We're about to go out yeah. on an adventure to Yellowstone. And this was such a blowout, his clothes were affected. <laughs> like, it was up the back, <laughs> ruined. Yeah. And so we go to a drive through coffee shop, and we're like, napkins! <laughs> and we like, they give us all these just thin you know, ice cream shop and possibly thin <laughs> napkins. I pull the kid out of the side of the car, just get all his clothes off. I'm just wiping him down. With, oh. I'm pouring water on him. He's like yeah. shivering, crying. <laughs> I don't care. Just a thousand napkins worth of shit. And then a very nice parent pulls over oh. and they're like, what's going on? I was like, we're dead. We got one diaper and no wipes. <laughs> and they are just like, here's a bag of wipes. I was like, God bless you. And then we went into Yellowstone right there and bought into the town, West Yellowstone, just went to a sales rack and we're like, T-shirt. And so the kid wore like size six diapers when he's a size one and a yellow men's T-shirt, Yellowstone T-shirt for the next eight hours. And it was the kindness of strangers very much, but it was also just like, what are you doing? Check your damn diaper bag, especially when you're going out the day yeah. in the national park, you fools.
0: You are not prepared for the apocalypse. No, it was not a mess. even. Oh, it was a that mess. Shout out though to the parrot who stopped and was because I've done that. I freaked somebody out once. Our kid used to be a puker in the car. You just couldn't put him in the car without her just vomiting everywhere. Yeah. And so we were always on the side of the road wiping people down <laughs> right. and without enough clothes or towels or whatever. I saw there was this car, they parked actually out in front of our house and I could see they were dealing with a baby. So I go out and I'm like, hi, is everything okay? Do you need anything? And they looked at me as if I was, I don't know, coming after them for being in front of the house, no matter how yeah, nice yeah, I yeah. was. And so I just turned and yelled, I had a puker. I understand. <laughs> and then I went like back and that, if you need anything, well, you are doing a horrible job just I don't know, taking care of your children, Adam. Thanks. It's yeah, been fun you're to welcome. hear
1: about that. That's why yeah. I, was, I needed to hear that. And yeah, you know, no, like I said, yeah. I just need to be heard.
0: Yeah, you need to be heard. And I'm here to support that. Thank you. As, as is the entire internet. Be prepared, <laughs> yeah. yes. be prepared for the public shaming.
1: Oh, great. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. <laughs> Keep it away from my wife, guys. I'll be I fine. I can handle it.
2: It is. I'm calling to sale. Uh, so my grandmother's birthday is in two days. I, I have known that. Last week we were all supposed to make birthday cards, and it just it got away from me. But we made birthday cards today. It was Like, okay, I have probably missed the mail truck in my neighborhood, but I have to take my youngest out for an activity, and then I can, like, pop into town and drop it in an actual mailbox where it will still go out today. Yes, this is worth it. I got all the way to that mailbox before I realized that I had left That's the awesome. card at home. So that was just a colossal waste of my time to drive into town at rush hour uh, and then have to come back with nothing to show for it. I also discovered when I got there that the mail gets picked up at 5, not 5.30, which is what I thought it was, so it wouldn't have gone out in the mail anyway. But, like, I didn't even have a chance to try to walk into the post office where it might be different because by the time I get home and go back, it will definitely be too late. So, yep, that's my fail. I just... just wasted a whole bunch of my time at dinner time. That is the time that I should have been making dinner. So, yep. Mm. Hope everybody else is having a better time. (laughs) Thanks, Biz. You're doing a great job.
0: (laughs) Bye. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. You're doing a great job. But you're doing a horrible job because... That's so relatable. Right? This goes back to the core principle of trying to do something nice. (laughs) Don't. Stop. I, I mean... Just even the idea of making cards with your kids like again, that sounds on paper like a great idea, and that <laughs> would go smoothly and easily and I don't believe it's only my children like it, it just it will it, it will be difficult and then i this is i see i've for the last few years have lived in a fairly accessible city, but there have been times in my life I have lived places where Driving into town really means something. There's not like a drugstore or a mailbox or a mail station close. You are dr- <laughs> That's an effort. I don't even want to. When I was living in New York, I didn't want to go out to walk down to the store that was across the street. So, you know, you are doing a horrible job trying to do something nice trying to be polite. I know what's coming. I know what's coming. Does everybody know? Uh, Adam's starting to do the like, I'm getting up because somebody's walking in Come here, room. buddy,
1: come here. Daddy.
0: Yeah, come here. Come here, buddy. This is, is, this this so is, is little... my
1: Ellis. He's making an oh, appearance on the see podcast. Oh, let your
0: Ellis. Let's see.
1: Uh, well, are you, are you, this is an audio yeah. media. Audio,
0: Dad, <laughs> audio appearance. Russell's
1: house. You want to go to Russell's house? To
0: Russell's house? house.
1: Yes. Okay, we'll talk about it after the yeah. podcast. Oh, right. yeah. Stay. Okay, sweetie, sounds like a plan. You want to say hi?
0: Hi.
1: Okay, that's hi. my Alice. That's my oh, Alice.
0: I want to go to Russell's house.
1: <laughs> Sorry for the <laughs> interruption. Can this I go is to Russell's being a dad? house?
0: No, I know That's Oh my god, we match out. We had a come call here. once here, with come somebody come in Carline, so I get it. <laughs> hey.
1: Yeah. So Hello. this guy has no respect for podcasts and a cough. Nope.
0: Yeah. No, I get it. And he wants to go to Russell's.
1: And he wants to go to Russell's house.
0: So yeah. Wait. I want him to do the thing where he brings his face really close to the screen. Stop. Stop.
1: Okay, go say hi to Mama. I have a
0: sandwich in my in my house. Good. I think. (laughs) Sorry. I think. Hey, everybody! Guess what? Life is life, and that's. (laughs) My
1: son Ellis wanted all your listeners to know he has a sandwich in his house right now. In his house. Yeah, in his house.
0: Okay, good. But not at Russell's house.
1: No, we're going to talk about going to Russell's house later. Yeah. But currently, he has a sandwich in his house.
0: And that's what people need to know. Well, is Russell the kid with worms?
1: No. Okay, good. Just checking. Just checking.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh, Adam, thank you so much for joining me today. And I have to say, everybody, we're going to link you up to where you can easily. Get a hold of his new comedy special Wallpaper because lord knows we all need it. When we are just like totally dead inside, this is the perfect recipe for making us all feel better. Adam, thank you so much and you were doing a really good job.
1: Thanks. I really appreciate that. Thanks for having me on. It was good to to vent a little bit. I yeah. appreciate
0: it. We enjoy a good vent. You are the
1: greatest mom I've ever known. I love you, I love you.
0: When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you, I love you.
1: The following are real reenactments of pretend emergency calls. 9-1-1. What
2: about your husband? He, he loads the dishwasher wrong. Please help, please help.
1: <laughs> Where are you now, ma'am?
2: At the kitchen table. I was with my dad. He mispronounced
1: words intentionally. There are plenty of podcasts on the hunt for justice, but only one podcast has the courage to take on the silly crimes. Judge John Hodgman, the only true crime podcast that won't leave you feeling sad and bad and scared for once. Only on
2: org.
0: All right, everybody, it's time to settle in and listen
2: to a mom have a breakdown. Hey, Bez, this is a mini rant. In the last five minutes, I've overflowed a sink, <laughs> had to throw out a very moldy towel, and discovered ants in a laundry basket downstairs in my laundry room. And in a laundry basket upstairs in my closet. And fucking ants. They're going to be everywhere now. Mm. Every fucking where. Anyway, that's five minutes. Mm. So many rants. I'm going to take a diff- deep breath and um, move on now. Yeah. Thanks.
0: Really, you're just moving on to see where else the ants are. I mean, let's all just acknowledge what the rest of the day is going to be. You are do- <laughs> You are doing... A good job. I, I really, what's important about a rant like this is five minutes. That is, I have witnessed that much. To be fair, more is probably falling apart within that five minutes, but you are too focused on the ants to see it happening in the background. And I almost feel like we've played this before, but I don't think so, just because of how often I have gotten calls about ants in the laundry. Listen, you are doing... A really good job. Those are the kind of moments that can throw the entire day. You know the whole day now is ants and trying to deal with ants. And then do I just throw all this laundry in the wash and wash the ants? Or is that like a mistake? Will that lead to something worse? Do I spray the clothes, then put them in? Is the spray worth it? Do I call somebody? Do I just take everything that's in the laundry basket and the laundry basket and put it in the car, drive down the street and literally just throw it out the window and keep driving forever, Velma and Louise style. I don't, I don't know. Everybody's got to do what works for them. But what I can tell you is that I see you and that you are doing a really good job. Everybody, you are all doing a good job. This is, so much, and I know sometimes I feel like we're on repeat, but that's because we're all actually having the same experiences in larger themes. The noise, the tired, the husks, the haggards, the ants, the, whatever they are, it is so much work. So give yourself a little grace Remind yourself you're doing a good job. Remind others they're doing a good job. Remember that the bar is very, very low, which makes it comfortable. And I will talk to you next week. Bye. I got to load down Mama Blues. I got to load down Mama Blues.
2: Got to load
0: We'd like to thank Max Bunn, our producer, Gabe Mara, my husband, Stephen Lawrence, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things. And of course, you our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash join.
2: Well, Daddy may be fussing by, not throw down Mama Blue. Oh, I Daddy may be fussing by, not throw down Mama Blue.
1: Yeah. Maximum Fun.
0: A worker-owned network
1: of artist-owned shows. Supported directly by you.